dig it so hard Just trying to figure it out Fighting down Trying to believe God Trying to watch the words of my mouth And stay all around Trouble come and go Even on the mountain High on the valley low Never let your faith go Oh, Never let your faith go I've been there before So confused Don't know which way to go <laughs> Stressed out World so crazy Mom's staying in the house Fear trying to rise up Got terrorist disguise They look like us But we know who we trust Trust when I say that We gon' be Crime and murder, human trafficking, racism, foolish brutality, bullying, rape, troublous things. Show me the Hey, God bless you. This is Apostle Anthony Wilson with Love Thy Neighbor. And we're doing a brand new series called Friday Featuring. And this Friday we'll be featuring a man who's a good friend of mine, who's a single dad, uh, a Christian entrepreneur, and just an all-around positive and encouraging man uh, to all those that know him. And so this week we're going to be uh, featuring this Friday, Steve McMillan II. And so we'll be right back with our episode and our conversation on Love Thy Neighbor 
after these messages. God bless you. This is Apostle Anthony Wilson with Love Thy Neighbor. Um, and we're starting this new series called Featuring Fridays. And what we're doing is we're featuring um, all kinds of individuals that I know uh, that are doing amazing, amazing things uh, that are positive, that are encouraging. Um, some are, are doing businesses, some are vloggers, some are doing music. But um, we want to bring them on and we want to have some deep conversations about faith and family and the things that they're doing in their life and where God is in what they're doing and what God's saying uh, in what they're doing. And so this week, um, I'm just, man, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overjoyed uh, to bring on a friend of mine. Um, I think we are, we're, we're probably going on almost almost uh, uh, 10 years. Uh, It's probably coming up close on that uh, pretty much, but we have known each other for a while. We've done ministry together. Uh, As a matter of fact, we're getting ready to do some more ministry together. Uh, We'll talk about that uh, on the the show, but this is a guy who has um, traveled the country um, just doing things for God, doing business. He has books. He's got Uh, products out there online, shoe line, all kinds of things that are happening in his life. I just want to welcome my good friend, uh, Mr. Steve McMillan II. How you doing, sir? I'm doing absolutely amazing. I'm doing absolutely amazing, Anthony. Um, It's such a pleasure to be able to be on uh, the podcast, and I'm super excited about this, Um, especially when you told me that um, you wanted to do this I immediately knew that I was like, I have to do this. And I'm super excited about um, what we get to talk about and conversate, share with one another and share um, with your listeners. Uh, It's going to be a good time. Amen. Amen. I guarantee that. Now, um, like a lot of my guests, because we've got so much history, um, I'm going to try to keep it to our script and talk, but if we go off track, uh, we, we, we understand why, because, um, man, we, we've been, been friends and ministry partners. Um, I don't know. Can you remember? How did we meet? How, how did we meet? <laughs> uh, funny enough, I think it was actually through Aaron Beasley, um, that we met yeah. me. <laughs> and, um, I think it was, uh, it was through some ministry, and um, there were these guys that were um, trying to say we were doing um, a dance ministry during the time, and they were trying to say what we were doing, what we were doing wasn't biblical. And um, Aaron reached out to you, and you um, came and pretty much prepared us, and uh, even helped speak on our behalf as well. And that's when we first ended up meeting. And I visited the church a couple times, and then. Um, I think I had a Bible. I asked to do a Bible study when I was actually going to Colorado Christian Fellowship mm-hmm. uh, for some young men, and we just kicked it off ever since. Yeah, 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 man. We've and we've got a lot of connections, a lot of friendships overlap. You know, um, like you mentioned, Aaron Beasley, uh, Anthony Robinson, um, 
guys like uh, Omar Beal. Um, just, I mean, the list kind of goes on of guys that we know, Michael Hancock, you know, um, you know, just just a lot of people that we all know um, that overlap. Um, just tell us a little bit about you, what, especially what's been going on over the last year or two in your life. Where, where are you at? What's going on with you? Oh, man. Whew, so much. Uh, uh, I have another, my youngest son, uh, he just turned a year old about uh, the end of February. And that's so that's been exciting just because I haven't had a, a my oldest son is eight years old. And so having another little one is just, uh, it is interesting enough redoing it all over again. <laughs> and, um, uh, recently, um, last year, launched a, uh, a shoe brand, and um, that's something that's been in my dream since I was literally 12 years old. And recently did that, stepping out and um, creating shoes, and that's just that's a very big, it's a very big passion for me. And um, I actually, with an old brand that I that I used to have, I got put it on my heart to relaunch that again and so i'm very excited about that and i am actually working on still working on, i've been talking about the book for probably about a year or two um i'm still finishing out that book um a legend in my own time and uh it's gonna be a great great book i'm gonna have a couple other people featured um in the book as well writing a couple sections and I'm really, really excited as far as with that and, and just the place that God has taken me and also taken my my family as well. He's really been, it's just been a really big shift, especially since 2020 started. Or I would say closer to the end of 2019, I've seen a big shift, not only in my life, but also my full family's life as well. And so um, I'm really excited to see exactly what God does do. Um, even through all this COVID-19 and all that and all this crazy stuff that is happening right now, I'm still very excited and I'm waiting in anticipation as far as what God is going to do in my life and my family's life as well. Amen. Amen. Um, yes. Phenomenal, phenomenal things. Um, you were doing some speaking um, this past year or so. Tell me a little bit about that. How did that come about? Um. It's crazy enough. Um, I started doing um, speaking, I think it was in 2015. Um, and I really didn't know I had that inside of me. And um, I started doing it around 2015. And I did a little bit when, um, when I traveled as well and holding workshops and webinars. But then for a little while, I stopped speaking for a little bit just to kind of um, hone in and um, take a step back and get refocused on life and some things that I wanted to uh, change um, about for myself. And I started doing it again with um, one of my good friends, Jamal Bowman. Um, he's a, uh, a teacher down at the University of Metro. And he invited me to speak a couple of times down at his entrepreneurship class. And there was one that we did at the University of Metro. And he also has another class at, um, what is that school? Um, 
not South High School, um, but it's one of the Denver Public High Schools, and I, that was the one I went to speak at recently, and that was just, it was amazing just being able to speak to these um, young people who are in high school, who have some dreams of going to college. Some of these guys having dreams of opening up their own business. Right. Some of them having dreams of being the next Michael Jordan or something like that. And it was just, uh, I loved really, really doing that. Um, one of my favorite ones was when I went to Denver South High School with my business partner. It was about 500 kids in the auditorium. And I, it was just, it was just such a blessing to be able to speak life into them. And saying, telling them that they are worthy and that they are able to accomplish things. Um, that they just don't have to have to settle for anything less than who God has created them to be. Now, you gave, I think it was at that particular one, uh, that particular speaking uh, opportunity, a definition of success. Yeah. Can you remember um, what that the definition one, the one was? The South High School? Yeah. What was that definition? Because it really, I really impacted, and I was like, man, I got to hear that again. What did he say? You know, what, because what is that definition of success? Um, yeah, oh man, um, brain slipping a little bit, but, um, the way that I, I look at success is not necessarily measured toward, um, the man that's next to me. Um, success is for me measured as far as God's purpose in my life and how I'm actually, um, handling that. Am I handling it well? Like if God has given me talents and he's given me gifts and he's put things inside of me to be able to use, how am I, how am I utilizing it? How am I handling it? Am I handling it well? Or am I being lackadaisical with it? Am I being lazy with it? Like, uh, yeah, I know that God has given me a gift to speak, but you know, I'm just gonna sit on the couch and play video games. Like, I really believe in um, utilizing everything of yourself. You have to use everything, you know, all your energy, all your strength, all your might, of course, for the glory for, for God. But that's where that's where that success is measured at. Is you can't measure your success next to anybody else. I can't measure my success next to Michael Jordan or Steve Jobs. LeBron James, the same thing. He can't measure his success next to Michael Jordan because if he does that, he's gonna miss his opportunity as far as what he's supposed to be doing specifically for his team. Michael Jordan already did what he was supposed to do. Right. He, he left his mark. And everybody has, um, this actually ties into um, my book, everybody has a purpose now and today that God has given them to be what I, I believe is be a legend in your own time. If God wanted you back in the 80s, to be effective in the 80s, he would have had you born in the 80s. Right. If he wanted you back in the 70s, he would have had you back in the 70s. But he created you now to be effective in your time to be able to change the lives of people around you right now. And I, and I definitely agree with that, man. Well, while you were speaking, I was thinking about, you know, how true success, um, you don't have to diminish yourself or diminish others to define it. It really is about, like you said, what are you doing as a good steward over the gifts 
and the talents and the abilities that God has put in your hands, whatever they are. And when you maximize that, the Bible says if you're faithful and little, then God will make you ruler over much. And so he's looking for people he can trust with larger territory, people he can trust with the platform, people he can trust to walk through some of these open doors that will not change or compete or compare with other people, but they'll focus on what God has said to them and then just go for it. You know, so yeah. I, I love what you're talking about there. And I can't wait to, um, can't wait for that book to come out. As soon as it drops, I'm going to bring you on here. You know, we're going to, we're going to talk about the book as soon as it comes <laughs> out, you know, because that, that's a big thing. That's a big thing. I got another friend. Um, if he's listening, uh, Chalmer Williams, I want him to get ready for my featuring Friday. He just dropped the book. So I can't wait to now bring him on after he's dropped the book to talk about that whole experience because it was an experience. And so um, as a single father, um, how how would you say the role of your dad plays in you raising your sons because you got two sons now what are those boys names because you didn't say their names you guys you got to say their names you got to give them a shout out you know <laughs> um my oldest son um he has my name and my dad's name um i gave him a little bit of a i gave him an extra middle name in there so that he just he has his own uniqueness um but it's steven darnell nehemiah mcmillan the third and um the baby who yeah, i call him my little baby yoda because of his ears <laughs> um is Savion Matthew McMillan um my kids they're they're definitely my heart um they're definitely my heart in my world I love my sons and I enjoy fatherhood um it, it does definitely sadden me for people who don't really enjoy this gift because it is a gift it is an absolute gift and it has its hard times and yes yeah, yeah. trials but I enjoy every bit of the journey of it. Um, with my dad, growing up with my dad, my dad was, he was literally my superhero. Um, he was, I wanted to be exactly like him. I, I tried to walk like him, talk like him, lean back like him, do everything exactly like my dad. And I believe that my dad set an absolute great example and foundation for me to be able to expound upon being being a dad myself. Um, and it's even as far as, it re- for me, it reflects how even my relationship as far as with God, how I'm able to look at him as a father, that in a father and son relationship, you do have, um, your dad will be your coach, will be your mentor, but he should also be a friend. And those are those different hats that that dad has to, sometimes where as far as the sometimes you got to be the disciplinarian the coach the mentor and sometimes you got to be a friend and so even in that all these aspects have shaped my world view and perspective as far as fatherhood and um being a single dad with everything that my dad has given me he's given me identity he's given me um he's taught me my own work my own value and who I am and even as far as um, helping me understand as far as who God has created me created me to be and that also all those things overflow into my relationship with my sons amen 
Now, uh, on top of that, you know, with your dad, how does your faith, what is the role that your faith plays um, in raising uh, raising those boys um, as a single dad? Yes, you're co-parenting, but you, you're doing a lot of this, um, you know, kind of on your own trying to figure this out. How does your, what, what role does your faith play in that? Oh, it, it's absolutely essential. I know that everybody's been really using that word a lot lately, essential. Essential. But, <laughs> but, but it really is. It, it's super essential to me just because, um, and I'm just going to paint a picture real quick. Uh, for me, that if my, my son could become a millionaire when he's 35 years old, but if... I don't teach him the thing that's going to last through eternity then I didn't do exactly what I was supposed to do because even as a millionaire there are plenty of millionaires that are still struggling with anxiety depression suicidal thoughts right you could be the most successful person in the world but it would not matter if you're not connected to God a lot of people we get so focused on our kids becoming the next John Elway or Michael Jordan or something on lines to win a gold medal, which is that that's great things. Those are absolutely great things, but that doesn't last forever. And the thing is, is that when your child faces these trials of life, they face all these things, depression, anxiety, whatever it may be, sickness, and when they got get knocked down, how is it that you're going to Football's not going to save them. Basketball's not going to save them. The, the million-dollar idea is not going to save them. The only, the only thing that can really keep you, to me, in my own perspective, keep you truly, truly, like, in a, a mind of peace and your, your heart okay and you not even lashing out in character is God. And so, for me, my faith and build them up in that is so important to me just because I had a, I have a, I had started a relationship with God when I was younger and it has definitely shaped a lot as far as even how I parent, even how I treat people. And, and I'm not just saying to just be a good person because of course being a good person isn't enough, but it did shape as far as who I am and even how I think. And my faith is, is, is absolutely, absolutely important to start at a young age doing that with my kids, start speaking the word over themselves and shaping their mind and their perspective and their, and their uh, viewpoint as well. Awesome. Awesome, man. Those are powerful words. And, you know, and I concur, I agree a hundred percent, you know, raising, you know, children, even in, in, in a married situation, your faith is something that you want to leave behind as an inheritance, you know, for your children, you know, because what if you can't leave them a million dollars? Even even if you did, that's still not going to be enough, you know, uh, for them to be uh, who God called them to be. Um, along those lines, um, you are an avid um, entrepreneur. You're a person that really um, has a passion for entrepreneurship, uh, what was your inspiration for business, specifically 
entrepreneurship? What was the inspiration for it? Where did it come from? To be honest, I actually have no idea when it <laughs> just kind of clicked for me. And But I was looking back, um, I'm pretty sure it came from my dad. Um, when I was in seventh grade, we were living in Atlanta, Georgia. My dad had his own um, his own business, his, something along the lines as far as being a financial analyst. And I went to work. I went to work with him. And I was just looking. And I went to lunch with him. I seen some of the people he talked to. I was like, I want to be just like you. And so a lot of this always comes from my dad. And then um, I find myself um, fast forwarding about 19 years old. I'm doing um, the, the ministry, as far as the dance ministry I talked about earlier. And it just hit me out of nowhere as far as wanting to create shirts, t-shirts. It just felt like all this, all these designs started downloading in me. And I'm like, oh man, I remember one night, it was at 3 a.m. in the morning. I had an idea for it. I call it the face of Christ. It's absolutely one of my favorite designs that I made. And I, honestly, during that time, I had no graphic design experience. I just utilized um, the mind that God gave me and try to use my creative ability. I was like, I gotta get this out. And I stayed up till 10 in the morning working on it. And there are people that had yourself, Anthony, you definitely helped uh, cultivate that in me. Um, my dad has also helped me along the way. Um, Charles Guilford has definitely helped me. Um, Nate O'Brien has definitely um, shown me different things as well as far as that. And so I've had a lot of people who have helped mold and shape as far as uh, the, my entrepreneurial gift. But at the same time, it's, it hasn't been easy. It's definitely been, there's been its ups and its downs and it's been hard, but um, it, all that inspiration um, just comes from a lot of that creative ability that I've honestly, I've had since I was a kid. I just honestly didn't know it was sitting there because I used to draw. I used, I used to draw shoes. I used to, that's what I thought I was going to do. I thought I was going to be drawing. And now I rarely draw. <laughs> I still use that creative ability in a different way. I just had no idea that one day that I'd be creating my own shoe and um, um, doing other entrepreneurial avenues. I had no idea that when I was 12 years old that I'd be doing Doing that. I never even thought I'd write a book. I never thought I'd write a book. And you were the one who actually encouraged me. You're like, Steve, you should write a book. I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, you know me. I'm 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 the type of person that I, I see things in people, and when I see it, something inside of me energizes, and I I want to pull it out. I want to, and sometimes that scares people off. And they're like, uh, no, 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 I don't want to do it. And sometimes, you know, it inspires people to step outside of their comfort zone and step into um, what God has for them. You know, um, by writing a book, by starting a business, you're you're actually like you said, your book, you know, Legend in Your Own Time. You are doing that. You are leaving a mark 
in your time. Um, you know, the book of Esther, uh, I'm always fond of how Mordecai tells Esther, what if you were brought to this palace for such a time as this? And I think that should echo to all of us that what if you're born now in this season, in this time, under these circumstances, for such a time as this, and yeah, you could sit by the wayside and just let things happen, and maybe it'll work out, or maybe you're supposed to do something. Maybe you're supposed to open your mouth. Maybe you're supposed to take a major risk, because that's what she had to do. She had to go and take a major risk that could be a blessing for everybody or destruction for herself. And so she had to say, I'm willing to take that risk. And so when I think about, you know, what you said about a legend in your own time, you know, it, it makes me think about Esther in such a time as this, that th- this, is, this, is, this is our time. This is a season where, um, why are we here? You know, like you said, we could have been born at any time. I could have been born in the 70s. I mean, I, I could have been living in the 70s at this age, but God birthed me in the 70s so that I could be adult at this time. You know, I could have been born in the 1800s. Why wasn't I born back with the knights so I could have a sword and a shield and, you know, but God said for now. And so that, that that's a, I think that's just a powerful, powerful thing that people should um, grab a hold to. It, it really is, and um, it's crazy because that's the actual, the exact verse that God actually gave me for that statement. And the crazy thing is, I think me and you actually talked about something along the lines as it's back in 2015, and I remember it ever since. Um, because even with Jesus, if Jesus came. I think you were saying that if Jesus came a thousand years earlier, right? Everything that was supposed to happen would not have been accomplished how it was supposed to, or if he came a thousand years later, it he God knew the perfect time for Jesus to be born and for the gospel to be spread. Man, from the Roman road systems, the trade routes, even during the time that his death and his resurrection happened, was when everybody. Well, not everybody, but the uh, a lot of the Jews, they were there all at one time. And then some of the ones that they went back to their country, they're already telling the story about Jesus. So by the time that the gospel hits it, some of these people are already prepared right. for the story of Jesus. Man, I mean, and that is so on point. Um, you know, the Bible says that there to everything, there's a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. And God is precise about timing. And so when we understand that about God, then we can trust in the Lord, like the Bible says, with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct our path. He'll drop us right where we need to be if we just trust him, you know? Mm. And so, um, man, this is going so good. Um, and I know we'll end up talking uh just just all day and all night um i want you to encourage number one single dads number two christian entrepreneurs um a word of encouragement to them what what would you say to them absolutely um 
single dads and single parents just in general. Single parents. It's definitely, Sorry, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely my heart. Um, just because it is one of the hardest things that you will do. I mean, it's already hard being a parent itself. Um, taking this little bitty person that is an image of you that shares your blood and even shares characteristics like you. Um, the biggest thing that I can tell you, or the biggest encouragement or gem is don't ever give up. And I, I know this is definitely cliche, but there are times as a parent when you want to give up co-parenting that sometimes you even want to give up as a parent that you feel like you failed because of how this child may be acting out or whatever that they're doing or how they they may be subconsciously hurting from going home to home is that you can't give up on, of course, not the child, but even on yourself. You can't give up on yourself as a parent just because sometimes we hold unforgiveness towards ourselves because of the separate parenting home or we hold unforgiveness towards even the other parent which you can't do that because it's still even though that you may not agree with everything necessarily maybe that other parent does that is still that child's parent and you still need to walk in humility and even um create the best image of that parent as well because that is still that child's parent for for me, I never speak down upon um, my son's mothers. Not ever. Like, I just, I'm not going to do it, especially not ever in front of my child, ever. Just because that is his mother and I respect, I respect, I try to respect and honor my children's mothers. And, but the key, I believe more than anything is humility because being humble in co-parenting um, it could be very difficult. It could be very hard. Um, but humility and putting that child first. Because sometimes there are the things that you want to do as a parent. And it's just that, no, I'm bad, you know. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, okay, what's actually best for the child? What does he need? What, what does my son need? me i know i feel this certain type of way i want to be the first one to take him to disneyland but you know what that's good i don't got the money to take him to disneyland right now and his mom wants to take him to disneyland and i am i going to not let my son go to disneyland with his mom just because i want to do it first no i'm gonna look at my son like okay enjoy yourself son hope you have a good time but when dad gets you know some money he saved up too we'll go and we'll have a blast as well and humility being a single parent is um, is absolutely essential. I believe that's absolutely essential. And as far as um, for my um, fellow brethren is that are entrepreneurs and believers, the best thing that I can say is um, that faithfulness, that faithfulness to God more than anything, because it is so easy. It is so easy to lose track of yourself. Um, let's say that you you ended up becoming a super successful. Um, you've been given the opportunity and you made a million dollars with your business. It's sometimes it's so easy to 
feel yourself a little bit too much mm. and being faithful to God um, has definitely helped me as far as keeping myself humble and accountability. I think accountability is super big because no matter how big you are, the people who you keep yourself accountable to, um, for me, I have you, I have my dad, I even have my brother is honestly my best critique. He's sometimes like a big brother to me um, just because how he honestly will tell me even about myself. He's like, Steve, you're feeling yourself too much. You humble out. And I take that with, um, I take it as far as like, okay, I, I look at it as a bowl. I take everything that everybody says to me and I put it all in my place like a bowl. I'm like, okay, this is not good, this isn't good, but this, what they're saying right here, this is good. And it may be hard for me to chew on and digest because I don't like that, but they're right. And I allow these people to keep me accountable for any time that I'm getting out of line. I'm like, see, um, did you pray about that? I'm like, no, I didn't know. I gotta go back and I gotta pray. But that definitely that faithfulness to the Lord more than anything, because it it is definitely easy to take your eyes off God, especially in business, because in business, there are people who are definitely sharks um, and they, they don't believe in what you believe. They don't care about the Lord that you serve. And they're willing to step on anybody to be able to get to where they want to. And I wanna encourage these Christian entrepreneurs to not ever be that. Continue to walk in humility. Continue to walk in love. Continue to be faithful to what God has called you to do. Because especially if you know what God has called you to do, you don't have to do everything and everything and anything. Stay focused. Stay focused on what God has called specifically for you. If you, if God has called you to do uh, Christian women's clothing, you don't need to go sell teas and um, doing all this stuff. That no, hone in, perfect your craft, hone in on that. Continue to build that up. Continue to work on it. Every day is practice. Practice doesn't make perfect practice makes permanent and so you stay faithful with it you continue the practice and allow while you're practicing allow God to be able to take it where it needs to go to do everything that you're supposed to and be faithful to what you're supposed to be doing and learning from other people who have been experienced in that um, niche that you're in but stay faithful to what you're supposed to be doing um, because if you do that, then who knows where God may take it. Um, that's honestly, I, I, I think those are definitely, definitely essential. And just one more thing. I, it's mm -hmm. just, Go ahead. Go um, ahead. <laughs> um, definitely your mind. Um, you have to take care of your mind because um, we feed our mind with so much junk or we speak so much negativity on ourselves that you have to go back as far as who has God created me to be in their identity in that? Because it, especially in the entrepreneurial world, it's very easy to slip into depression. And when things don't work, you get down on yourself that, no, pick yourself back up, speak life into yourself. Speak what God has said about you into yourself. And something I love to do is I love listening to Eric Thomas. 
that guy, he's, he's absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. And I, so there's mornings that I wake up and I'm like, I feel like absolute crap and I'm already talking down upon myself. And I had to stop the right in my note, stop. And I'll turn on either um, a word from a minister or I'll turn on some mindset stuff from Eric Thomas. Um, he's a man of faith as well. And I, I'm intentional about it because I'm like, I have to shift my mindset because if I don't shift my mindset, I'm gonna be like this all day and I'm gonna just be dragging down myself. And I'm like, nope, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna stop it right here. I'm gonna shift this mindset right now and get something positive poured into me so I can get that fire set up. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's that. That's what I would. Um, those are the what I would give to um, to my Christian believers out there. Amen, amen. And so, on that note, um, I'm going to ask you to pray for those two groups of free people. You know, the things that you just talked about. I want to go to the Lord in prayer about those, and I want to have you pray. And then after you pray. Um, I want to know how can people get a hold of you? How can people get a hold of, of the shoes? How can people get a hold of the book that you do have out already? Um, just how can they connect with you on social media? But first, let's go ahead and pray. Um, pray for the single parents and um, uh, uh, the Christian entrepreneurs. Absolutely. Lord God, we thank you. Lord God, we thank you for we thank you for another day, especially during around this time where so many lives have been lost. Um, we thank you for for another for another day of life. We thank you for your love, your peace, and just how genuine you are towards us, and how faithful you are towards us, even sometimes when we're not like that towards you, God. Um, Father God, I want to pray for the single parents right now that it may not be the easiest situation, especially when called parenting, God. But I pray that you start to download in their mind as far as exactly how they're supposed to handle their child specifically and the purpose that, that they have, that you have for that child as well and how that parent can actually co-parent co with you and be able to pour into that child to build that child up to love you, to be able to walk out their purpose in you, God. And I pray that um, for just unconditional love and just radical forgiveness, because that's what, what it absolutely does take to be able to raise a parent, raise a child in a co-parenting type of situation. Um, with the entrepreneurs, Lord God, I pray that you keep them to be faithful to you, that you be the one that brings the innovation, that you be the one that brings the creativity, that they don't just have to just do it on their own willpower because that's not enough, that you be the one that download into them and you be the main inspiration for that, God. I pray that you also just continue to remind them for how far that you have brought them as well because it's easy to get down upon yourself when things don't seem like it's connecting, but it is connecting and it is connecting for for your good and their good as well, Lord. And so I pray that you just fill them up with just such a fire and a passion to be able to change lives and save souls by the gifts and the talents that you have given them as far as in the entrepreneurial arena. Um, Lord God, we thank you 
for everything that you are doing and everything that has not even came yet. We thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Man, I just uh, I thank I thank God for you. I thank God for this opportunity um, just to share with you. Um, how can people get a hold of you um, with all the stuff you got going on? Um, the best way to, to get a hold of me, honestly, is by my social media. Um, Steve McMillan or Stephen McMillan. Uh, Stephen with a PH. And I'm a Stephen McMillan II. Shout out to my dad who actually just launched his uh, agency, um, his insurance agency. Um, man, I love my dad. He's absolute great man of God. He's, he's one of the biggest reasons as far as who I am. And so I, I, had to, I had to give him a shout out real quick. But Stephen McMillan II on my Facebook and uh, the real Bruce Wayne on Instagram. That is the honestly the best way to get a hold of me is by messaging me. Um, because I honestly don't check my email very well, so I would absolutely miss it. But that's the w- best way to get a hold of me on um, on social media. Now, you got a new shoe out. How do people pick that up? Oh man, I'm so excited about that. Um, the way that you would be able to get that, the website is um, Team God Mode. Uh, myshopify.com that's teamgodmode.myshopify.com and Shopify is uh, so it's m-y-s-h-o-p-i-f-y.com and um, there there's like more than a couple of designs on there but my favorite one is the Christ Up Legends those oh man I promise you this it will be the most comfortable shoe you have ever put on in your life. And more comfortable than the Nike. It literally feels like clouds on your feet. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> amen. Amen. Well, man, this has been amazing. Um, I'm glad we finally got to do this. Um, when I when um, when the podcast uh, uh, airs, I'll have all of those things, um, all those links connected to it um so that you can get a hold of uh steve mcmillan uh good friend of mine i'm just thankful that we got to do this uh we've been doing a lot of stuff and we're getting ready to be um at kofax and chambers uh this weekend from 9 to 11 30 i believe giving out free gas and so we'll be out there um if you hear this uh, and you've listened to this all the way to the end, you get this bonus <laughs> to meet <laughs> us there, uh, 9.30, this coming Saturday, um, May 2nd, uh, 2020, um, at 9 uh, to 11.30. We're giving out free gas in Aurora, Colorado, um, on Kofax and Chambers. So if you're in Aurora or Denver, uh, come on out, man. We'll fill you up. We're just going to keep pumping until um, the gas runs out. People have been donating uh, for the last couple of weeks. So we, we've got plenty of gas to give away. We're gonna take over two pumps and we're gonna you know um, occupy those pumps till the, till the gas runs out that we pay for. Um, we've done this before. I'm glad to be able to do it again. I'm glad our congregation, shout out to Shore Foundation Community Fellowship Church. That's who's sponsoring this um, and, uh, because they want to be a blessing to the community. Um, this has been amazing, man. Thanks, Steve. 
Uh, love you, man. I'm glad we could get this done. Finally, um, get us on air together. Um, to those listening, um, remember, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. God bless you.